A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one month trial at audible.co.uk slash football ramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, Up Close with the Giants of the Modern Game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash football ramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash football ramble and sign up now. Welcome, but nobody's safe. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Football Ramble. Woo, and it's the Euros. Yeah. So let me introduce myself. My name's Marcus, and I've got my three chums with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. Chummy. And Luke. All right. Oh, Euro 2012, I'm all right. Now. On the doorstep. We're going to start by. precipice. With me asking you three, what would you like to see happen at the European Championships of 2012? Jim. Well, quite simply, Marcus, I would like to see some progression from England, um, because they've been abject at the last couple of tournaments, you know, that that, that Mm. they've featured in. Euro 2004 was fun, but since then it's been just grab isn't mm, it so um, yeah. you know I just want to see England do better the pressure's off a bit you know because everyone thinks they're just going to sort of combust on the pitch in the first game and not even sort of yeah. manage to get a team on the pitch for mm-hmm. the, the next two and I just think yeah please be good that's <laughs> all I want in a way it's not much different for everyone at all no not really no, but when I say progression I mean that you know we don't um, have this silly sort of brave lions attitude of let's just defend for our lives and that's good enough you know hopefully yeah. Hodgson will even with the short amount of time he's had be able to put something in place that's a bit more expansive a bit more progressive I think um, Rupert Fry summed it up of, of um, you know our, our, one of our bloggers and friends uh, summed it up quite nicely in 2010 World Cup he said with England all I want is that 10 minutes when mm. we play good football <laughs> and you actually for a split second you fall into that trap and think we, we could actually go quite far yeah. it's, all I want is that yeah. you know and he said and I never got that in well, 2010 I want, them to, no. I want them to trick me into thinking this is it we're good <laughs> we're good we're one of the good teams now yeah, yeah. and they used to do that and oh, well, you down. Well, what a trick it was I it, almost missed the pain of glorious defeats it's, like, it's just, just rubbish defeats worse. Yeah, because it wasn't embarrassing I think that was it the, wor- the worst the yeah end, I guess so and I'm used to it those yeah. 10 minutes are like the Rupert mentions are like walking up to the top table at an event sitting down in the wrong chair for a bit and thinking, yeah, this is good. And yeah. then Germany comes back. I've arrived. Can I have my seat back? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like sitting on one of them deck chairs in St James's Park, just by Buckingham Palace, thinking, this is brilliant. Before Why the, is no one else sitting on these? Before the guy comes around. Yeah, yeah, that'll be like five pounds for ten <laughs> yeah. minutes or something. Yeah. Pete, um, I would like to see uh, Martin Keon's furious monkey face chewing through a, a spurious anecdote about uh, tournament football. That, that's it that's Very basically specific. what I wanted to say yeah. okay. England have ruined him well, yeah, his expectations are so low <laughs> that's what we want based that's on realism he'd probably get the points over Jim but that's not what we're going to base it on <laughs> oh, never mind 
I'd like to see those uh, the, the, the per- drunken purchase you made the other night, Pete. Why don't you tell the listeners? About <laughs> it's long it's not, term, not not really anything to do with the Euros. Yeah, but let me. Wait, hang on, let me. Long term listeners will know Pete sometimes gets drunk and shops on the internet. Mm. The worst purchase he bought while drunk was a pair of uh, TV glasses yeah, that, that didn't work because they weren't compatible with the glasses that he already wore. Yes. That what? was that was in JFK Airport though. That was on eBay. It was drunken purchase though. That was a drunken purchase. Yeah. Yes. And what did you drunkenly purchase yesterday? <laughs> this is two, absolutely true. Two pianos. <laughs> two pianos. <laughs> two pianos. Were they both for yourself? I thought one of them had a reserve on it. Turns out it didn't, so I won them both. So in many ways, I'm you double win the winner. Them. I'm a winner. It's not just, <laughs> I won the auction. You, you, like you want an auction winning? I'll win it for you. Do you. Feel, do you feel like a winner? I feel like I feel like Rick Wakeman. Yeah, <laughs> better than just, Rick Waller. Yeah, um, uh, it's it's not just you involved in this though, Pete, is it? Because you don't drive, so. No, yeah, so I'll ask, ask the drivers out to Maidstone in Kent. Uh, and that's the only reason why she knows about the uh, two pianos that I bought by accident. Your long-suffering She's, girlfriend. She is furious. Yeah. <laughs> two pianos and so a beat. Just listeners, to be I cl- rent. <laughs> to be clear, the Euros is already a success for me. Yeah. yeah. That's the best thing that's happened, happened this summer. Hasn't even t- kicked the ball. <laughs> All right, Luke. Um, I would like to see... Pete, um, learn the piano, and then by the end of the yeah. Euros, you can do the theme tune. Yeah. <laughs> Joanna. I'd like to see there be um, some attacking football, because um, the way the tournament's set up, is teams seem to get it into their head, which is probably true, that it's very, very important they don't lose the first game. Yeah. So as a result, you tend to get the first round of games being a little bit underwhelming, mm. uh, because people are just terrified of not losing. In fairness, in 2008, we did get more goals later we went on. 2008 was brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely stunning tournament. So a bit of attacking football, and also um, a bit of progression on the sort of tolerance front, as in it's in Eastern Europe, let's not give people an excuse to... to Beating you with the racism stick and that sort Absolutely. of thing. I'll make sure. I'd like to make sure that's. You, you really well. want mm. the points, don't well, that you? That goes both ways, doesn't it? The tolerance. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. Mm. I feel like I'm a bit. You know, saying saying that I was going to say, you know, Andy Carroll getting the perfect hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> I'd much rather attacking football and uh, yeah. and, and equality. Well, he be part of it. Andy Carroll <laughs> be part of the attacking football. Well, he's, he's, he might score a header. He's got a good yeah. left foot on him. So you know, all he needs to do is do something and with his right yeah. foot, which I've never seen him do quite well, yet. Well, but now someone else might be able to de- deflect one in off it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or I'd like. Um, uh, a deadly partnership formed with with Balotelli and Cassano. That's brilliant. <laughs> the, um, it's, fair, it's worth saying though, Marcus. The, the majority of England's goals, if they set up and play as we expect them to, the majority of them will probably come from set pieces. Mm. If we score a lot, and Andy Carroll's not. You, you know, mean you mean English goals? Yeah, yeah. In, English goals. They'll all be English of, goals because yeah. we've got Carroll. We're going to get loads of English goals, mm. <laughs> which count for more than a normal goal. Yeah, yeah. they're the original goal. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing another one um, that we saw against Belgium. To be honest, that was a nice. It yeah. was a lovely nice one. Lovely one. Well, before we talk Deft. about that, we, we're going to give out the points. Um, I'm going to give them uh, to Luke because if I don't, then goodness knows who will be knocking at my door. Yes, thank you very much. Good point. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'll do that to you, Pete, to make up for the uh, pianos thing. Yeah, that'll piano save thing. me some money. Piano. Uh, <laughs> let's move on to England's preparation. And as you said there, Pete, uh, England beat Belgium 1-0 in their final warm-up game before the tournament, and it was a lovely little goal. Mm. Um, he didn't have much time to um, get it un- out of under his feet. I think I was I was very I was very pleased with that because uh, the one thing I worry about Welbeck's game is his goal scoring and his finishing. He does miss a yeah, few chances, but a lovely finish, he right? took that magnificently. Yeah, on his weaker foot, no as lack well. of confidence from the youngster. Yeah, the thing I like about Welbeck is he seems to be able to do sort of almost every facet of forward play. 
you wouldn't say he's a natural finisher. He's like he's not like a predator. He's That's not right. a big hold up, hold up man. Mm. He's, a, he's, a, he's a modern foot forward. He's he obviously is. got a lot to Absolutely. improve on. But um, that finish was excellent. You know, it's a messy esque finish. You know that in a way, a little clip like that, yeah. lift mm. it over the keeper. It opens up a whole new dimension for, for the striker to aim at because normally I'll try and slot it or drill it like mm. hard and low, which is almost what, to a certain extent, what they're taught. But he showed a little bit of um, little bit of poise. Which what, was good to say. what was encouraging is that uh, was it Gerard that made the tackle, and they just bang pounced on them. It's mm. very, that's, that's such a hallmark, and you'll know they're seeing Fulham's um, tray uh, sort of run to the Europa League final. That's such a hallmark of Hodgson teams. They they look to soak it up and attack really quickly. Mm. They're not almost they're not almost necessarily a traditional counter attacking side, but at the same time they're not a long ball merchant side. Either. They're almost like a mixture of the two. That's right. Quite long range passes, but quite sort of accurate. Yeah, but, uh, yeah it is more a, a diagonal. Is a diagonal a long ball or a long pass? You know, but that's how we play, isn't it? There's such a different. difference in modes of like defending and attacking. And as yeah. you say, there is an immediate switch. Like you, you almost like they flick a switch in the team, and it's just changed mode. Would you know? say that's why Ashley Young's so important? Because he's Utterly, yeah. yeah. I think Young will be starting behind whoever the striker ends up being. I don't think there's much doubt about that. And Murdoch yeah. will switch to the left when Rooney comes back. Mm. Um, I think you know Young is really the most creative player we have in there. It's absolutely imperative that we can find find him as often as possible, and that he can deliver basically. Mm. I think Hodgson's very much aware of that, um, and, and 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 I would expect him to go Young in behind Welbeck okay. against France. I was surprised. Um, I'd expect him to turn the Wi-Fi off in the hotel because you know what um, Young's like <laughs> yeah, yeah. when he gets. A <laughs> Uh, a spare minute well, that's you know, we don't need to derail it further the yeah. webcam in Russia was it or something yeah, like yeah. is that because you think that um, Welbeck could put more of a shift in impressing against France is that what you're saying I think, I'd, I'd, I think that Welbeck is the type of striker that you would start and Carroll's the type of striker you'd bring on yeah mm. it's, um, you, you, you know it's, it's plan, it is plan B Carroll to a certain extent you don't want to start nothing, do, pumping balls up to, yeah. you, to high it just, it just nothing, doesn't make any sense there's nothing wrong with a plan B surely no. it's good to have another of course plan. absolutely I mean Lorente to an extent in 2010 World Cup you could argue was, was Spain's plan B not that they particularly needed one in that in that obvious kind of sense but he was a man who came on and it was a slightly different style mm. um, I thought um, obviously terrible news for Jermaine Defoe his father died yeah. he's gone, yeah. he's gone but back but he's going to rejoin and back up with the score he is uh, yeah. I would have thought so but his his um, performance against Belgium was quite encouraging he looked really hungry and lively when he yeah came that's on. why I felt so sorry for him when I heard the news though I mean obviously yeah. thoughts and condolences with, with his family yeah it was it was it's dreadful news to receive at any time obviously mm. um, but I was actually quite surprised when they said he was going to rejoin the squad again yeah, I thought I he would have uh, pulled out completely but um, yeah all the best to him of course yeah, yeah, absolutely. But going on the the, the Belgium game, um, talk about that just a little bit. If um, nothing at all, the, the, the I mean, the, the Belgium had a lot of possession, didn't they? But do you think England? I mean, rescinded it. Yeah. Well, initially I thought that it was a bit worrying, and I thought possibly they're going to be doing that as a almost like a practice for mm. against France because mm. France will have more possession than England. Yeah. Uh, in that game, there's no doubt about that in my mind. So in a way, it was almost another exercise in drilling them because it's really important especially when you've got a limited arguably a limited resources and talent that England have got to drill them to such an extent where they're very very hard to beat and then what we touched on just a second ago about transitions between defence and attack as quick as you can and just spot that hole because you know France are terrifically attacking yeah. and yeah. when they're sort of coming at you constantly you you know a counter attack might work against well, a, a team that this don't defend so well another reason yeah. I think Welbeck will start as well because he's just so much quicker than, than Carroll when you get Ashley Young and Theo Walcott in there as well and I think Walcott will probably start on the right I think Walcott will start well, I think so well, purely for, for that injection of pace Willie I don't but then you've got the right hand side yeah. against, against the left hand Johnson side and Walcott against, um, against Ribéry mm, and Clichy or Evra I would have thought he would go Johnson or Milner 
So Mil- Johnson, Mil- Johnson and Milner, yeah. or Jones and Walker, and I don't think he would want to play Jones at right back straight off the bat. I know I would, uh, you know, and Milner puts a bit more of a shift in moving back. He as does. Well. Yeah. I think if you don't put Walcott in, though, you're going to get up to Milner, and it will be perhaps quite blunt. I think you've got to have that pace in there. Perhaps you've got, you got to have the option for when you are counter-attacking. So I, I, I would start Walcott personally. I, I mean, I don't think that Mexes and Rami, who will probably start at the back for France, are as bad as a lot of people are saying they're. No, I, they're I'm decent, surprised. Strong and athletic, mm. but they are they are susceptible. France are susceptible down the middle, in my view. Yeah. I mean, and, and then if you marry that up with the fact that Ever in the friendly against Iceland was woeful, um, presuming he starts, there's a chance for England to, to get something out of the game. They can certainly um, soak it up, hopefully, and, 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 and put them under pressure at the back. But they've got so many frightening attacking players. Oh, and I speaking mean, of a plan ben B, Zimmer. the players they can bring on, Giroud and Ben Arthur and, yeah. and Martin, those sort of players, they can really hurt England. Really, they really can. And yeah. they're hungry for success. You of know. course they are. Like, yeah. It's not like we're not talking about like 30 year old players here. When, and Ribery's hitting form, three and three, 21 <laughs> games on being all these stats. Benzema has been good. absolutely devastating for. for Real Madrid. Do you see the goals he scored um, against Estonia? Yeah. The second one. Yeah, <laughs> like off his off his wrong ankle. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. just yeah. outrageous. Wrong ankle, Gromit. <laughs> <laughs> one off the fire post, one too shabby. Yeah, no, it wasn't too bad, was it? Yeah, Ruby scored a nice one as well. Um, um, but the um, I mean, the first games of the tournament, uh, obviously Russia and Poland. I fancy to win those. Do you fancy those two to go through from the group? I, I would do. Yeah, mm. but. Uh, I'd, I'd like to see those teams go. Yeah. Would you? I'd like to see Poland go through. Yeah, of course. I'd like to see an, um, Poland go through. I think Poland have a decent chance in that group. Yeah, I do as well. Yeah, I, it's a funny one, isn't it? Because you, you look at those groups, all of them, and, and you think, you know, Poland, Russia, Germany, Holland, Spain, Italy, mm. France, and well, maybe England. It rarely works out like that, does it? Exactly. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And this is the glorious thing about this tournament. You look at the whole thing and you just think, flipping heck, you know, so everybody can could, could get some. I mean... It, you know, if someone said, you know, if you missed the Ireland-Spain game and they went, oh, the Irish got a point, mm. you wouldn't be, you know, it it's would be surprised, but yeah. it's not an outrageous thing to suggest. Yeah. But do you think for Poland to win the opener against Greece, you know, that'll happen? I mean, yeah, and I, and I hope so. You want the host to win the first the game. The annoying thing about that being the first game is that Greece are one of these teams that are really hard to break down. I hope yeah. they don't spoil it. I hope, I hope Poland get a chance. What I'd like to see is Poland to get an early goal, which brings Greece out. Yeah. And then, you have to, then you've got a game on your hands, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, going back to England, um, oh, Gary Cahill. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. So unfortunate. Just a little push, and he's out the tournament. Such poor behaviour by that by the Belgian player. I mean, I, I mean he has apologised since, but Kale is such a it's such a shame for him because he's, you know, the first six months of the season he was playing for Bolton, and fighting then, relegation. Exactly, and then he goes into that Chelsea side. Um, he's got an FA Cup winners. Oh no, he would have been cup tied. Sorry, but he he um, got a champion, Champions, won the Champions League. League. He won the Champions League. He was superb in the final. He's he'd be a starter for England going yeah. into his first major tournament. And it's taken it's, away. It's he's adapted to life as an England player very well. He has. It's it's because Harry Redknapp told me that the Champions League isn't all that. So, <laughs> <laughs> sure, he's not you couldn't resist, could you? <laughs> to you be fair, resist. to be fair though, I mean, out of the two players that collided, I'm glad it was Cahill. <laughs> oh, not Joe <laughs> Hart. Yeah, well, well, Joe Hart is absolutely crucial. And Hodgson said that Joe Hart might have broken his jaw and not noticed though <laughs> yeah I was so impressed with Joe Hart's press conference uh, yeah I was, was I saw him earlier um, he, he's an England captain now absolutely yeah, you know, that, that, alone I in a few years time and he said he said about the, um, the Belgian player was it Mertens I forget yeah, it was. I think it was Mertens wasn't it he said uh, they said oh, you know are you, are you, do you blame Mertens you know Gary Cow's a big loss and he said and Hart is so definitive he just said I'm gutted for Gary Cahill he's an important player for us Mertens wouldn't have done it if you give him a choice it was one of those yeah, things of course, yeah. you know, moment 
Just move on. No one's blamed him, which is great. You know, no one's come out and been. Heart, been heart is fantastic. I mean, Luke and I were talking about this on the way here. That I just half expect him, someone to say, Sorry, "Are you actually English?" Do you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? The way he conducts himself, you know, chest out on the pitch, very yeah. confident. Winner. He's coher- He's a winner. I expect him to go. I know. I was born in America. I grew up there for the first eighteen <laughs> years of my life, and I've just learned the, the, the accent it, quickly. When, when he sort of when he was on the pitch, um, when they'd um, won the league. He was very sort of like respectfully sort of said, "I don't necessarily want to talk to you, Jeff Shreves, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll talk to you a bit. Now I'm going to celebrate it with my with my friends and yeah. uh, my team." Did Shreves say, "Give us an interview"? And he went, "Don't wait for me. Don't wait <laughs> yeah, for me." Yeah. Speaking of Shreves, what was that um, RVP nonsense? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. What was that one? I missed like, uh, was he done? Robin the season's Van over. Robin van Persie <laughs> was talking about tweeting about the match ball, some sort of match yeah. ball, and some Shreves, PR thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and Shreves replied, "How how how was Auschwitz?" A, a curveball. Wow. Yeah. Speaking of balls, a curveball. I'm not really sure what he was referring to. To expect Robin Van Persie to answer that on Twitter is ambitious in the extreme. <laughs> yeah. Do you think Shreves is outside Auschwitz? Like yeah. interviewing people as they come out? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> just unbelievable. But I mean, Gary Cahill, yeah, just going Cahill. back to him, he, he was, he's the latest in the long line now. We've got so many oh. players out. Yeah. I'd like to, I don't know enough about it, but I'd like to know if, if any other nations have got this many interviews. Ukraine Italy are missing suspect. a lot of players. In that position, I think, that, yeah. I think we'd have a shout, to be honest. Yeah, Ukraine I'm, have got this suspect food pause. I think I'm not sure I'm really fully yeah, yeah. Well, It's not just the injuries though, is it? You got to look at the situation with Michael Carrick, uh, where he didn't want to yeah. be on the reserve list. Michael Richards mm-hmm. didn't want to be on the reserve list. That's why he's not been picked. Apparently, bit of a, threw a bit of bit of a hissy fit about being asked to be on that. Um, Carrick's actually come out now and said, um, "I'll be, like to be considered for future squads." Really? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. We need day. him now because he said that it, now Hodgson's taken over. He'd be keen. Oh, that's well. terrible oh, timing. Took over a little, uh, well, I'm just oh, saying what he no, said. Don't shoot the messenger. Dreadful. But also, Paul Scholes has presumably <laughs> said that he doesn't want to be involved or I'm sure he would have been called up in place of Frank Lampard and of course there's a Rio Ferdinand debacle which means he's out of the picture it's, it's not just injuries we're missing players for ridiculous reasons yeah. well, everywhere let's, well let's talk about Ferdinand then. I mean Martin Kelly's been called up because he was on the standby list Rio Ferdinand was overlooked w- with a lot of dismay from, from many um, well, that's why the standby list exists you know? exactly. it's not like he pulled him out of his backside you know? that's right yeah, yeah. Although, um, I mean, Sol Campbell, was it fair to say he overreacted? Sol Campbell, sort of, <laughs> Sol Campbell wrote something, or I don't know if it was ghostwritten, I forget which newspaper it was, it was Fred National, and he said that, um, first of all, started off giving his point of view about yeah. the issue, which he's <laughs> perfectly entitled to do. The second half of the article tended, <laughs> seemed to sort of descend into a rant about the bitterness he had towards the FA for not being picked for World Cup 2010. Yeah. Which was just very strange. It, <laughs> I, I just thought, okay, if that if you do feel that way, that's fine. Yeah. But, you know, this is not really the issue at the Wasn't moment. Wasn't he playing for Notts County at the time? No, he, he, <laughs> no, he was... was he uh, uh, yeah, gone back to Arsenal. Yeah, he was yeah, saying, okay. Ledley King was always injured and Jamie Carragher said he didn't mm. fancy it. You know, why wasn't I picked? And it's kind of like, well, Sol, does it let it go. Yeah. There's a couple of... I mean, if Marcus Speller is telling Sol Campbell he has to get it, get, let it go, yeah. it is time. Maybe I'm the one who actually needs to tell him. You need to say to him, I've kept pretty quiet up till now. <laughs> but the, the whole Rio Please join thing. hearts. Yeah. You'll be world beaters together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing about uh, the Ferdinand thing is, I feel it's unfortunate for Hodgson because it's a, it's, a, it's a problem that he's inherited. I don't yeah. think he's handled it brilliantly. But at the same time, he's picked a squad. How, how would you? How could well, he have improved? I, in, f- in fairness, I'd like to have seen some leadership from the FA. I, th- I think. Mm. Th- I mean, I said this before, and it's maybe a controversial point of view. But if it were me, I would have, as the, as the FA, I would have suspended Terry 
pending the inquiry. Yeah. The same way there's been things happening in Italy which are quite unsavoury in mm-hmm. terms of match fixing, and, and certain players have been told they're not eligible for selection. This is yeah. sorted out. That may seem unfair to John Terry, mm. but if you compare that to a working a working environment yes. normally, if mm. there's a problem, if there's going to be a problem with colleagues and stuff like that, which there clearly is here, mm-hmm. then it possibly should have been suspended. But either way, whatever the decision has come but to... But that's not Hodgson's decision. No, that's what I'm saying. The leadership yeah. should have come from the FA. And all David Bernstein did in the press conference, I think it was yesterday, or the, or the impromptu... He was, on the, he was in the square, was he not? Yeah, he just, he, he just said, well, I'm not answering any questions about Ferdinand. And f- unfortunately, that's not good enough. He's, he's, mm. not, he's not Gary Cahill. He's not um, Ashley Cole. He's he not doesn't have to go back to the hotel with everybody. No, you he's know, a he, leader. He's, he should be showing leadership yeah. on this issue, and he's not done that. Yeah. Well, what do you make of it, Jim? Do you think it is a footballing decision, or do you think it is because the camp would perhaps be split? It's obviously because the camp would be split. Of course it is. So then do you but think I it's think a bad decision not to pick him, or do you think it's a good decision? Well, I just think, surely, it's such a huge thing. I mean, it's easy for, for me to sit here and say, surely they can work it through. If I was in the situation where Ferdinand found himself in, and like that, you know, John Terry had racially abused my brother. Allegedly. Uh, allegedly. I would, um, I think, I think... I would have difficulty sort of forgiving him over it. So it is going to cause division in the camp. I just, I do think that Terry is clearly the one that's caused this mm-hmm. issue, potentially, allegedly. He should be the one taking the bullet for it, really. Yeah. And just, just who's taken out of the firing line. But then, but then you know, well. is, is that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, innocent until proved guilty? Well, that's right. yeah. but, but I mean, what I would say is that, yeah, he, I agree with Luke. He should have been, he should have been suspended just simply because mm-hmm. that's the way it works. If, well, you, get, yeah. if you happen to find yourself <clears> in, with the misfortune, you know, uh, find yourself in that sort of situation, go back to your house, count your medals. You know, you've, you've <laughs> won enough to, you, you've won enough not to get unduly upset mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Did he not play know? a starring role in the final? I remember he's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> well, well the say, trial could have been before the Euros. Yeah. And that was moot. Just, just on that point, by the way, though, Rio Ferdinand's agent is not really showing no. himself. Oh, Rio. hell no. At a very basic level, there are several reasons why Roy Hodgson, for footballing reasons, if he didn't want to, wouldn't have to pick Rio Ferdinand. There are legitimate reasons yeah, to not course. pick him. There are also legitimate reasons to not pick John Terry. Um, so it's a very, very thorny issue. But again, I'll reiterate, there should have been leadership shown from the FA. That's, that's my view on that. And at the end of the day, you know, you're not going to build your team for the next five years around Rio Ferdinand. No. Or, John or John Terry. Yeah, so, you know, right, whoever he calls up, he, he kind of has to be. Well, would I rather have um, I can't bring Rio Ferdinand in just yeah. because politically and he's yeah. not even on the standby list That's so right. I can't even do that so it just seems weird that we're suddenly in this situation where we're going why we why we call up this uh, Liverpool yeah. player and, it's like, and yes it is a bit Liverpool heavy and they've not had the best season mm-hmm. but he plays in the position mm-hmm. where we need him football. And, and also, by right. Pete, the manager picks the team he wants to pick. The history of football is littered with players who have been very talented, who have not got the international caps maybe they deserve to get. Partly because managers didn't fancy them, partly because there were other players in their position better than them or perceived to be better than them, and partly because they well, didn't get on with other players. It's just simple as that. Well, I mean, going into the 2010 World Cup, I, wouldn't it have been the case that Podolski, Closer, and Muller wouldn't mm. have played if you were looking at form and all the rest of it? Mm. Muller ended up top scorer, or, well, joint top scorer, but he was given it. You know, obviously, Closer scored a few, and Podolski played well as well. Yeah. Well, look at how Crouches, you know, find, found mm. his way in English. Mm. Uh, well, uh, another. You know, one of the football reasons for not bringing Ferdinand as well, I suppose, is as you say, Marcus. You know, they, those German players you're talking about—they didn't have the best club form. But Yogi Love, he's building a team there, and he yeah. has been building a team for a long, long time. And you know, England have been doing that. And Rio Ferdinand's not been there a lot. You know, he's been injured a lot, and he's not been part. He's not really part of this generation of what England is. So he wasn't it featured in the qualifiers, really. I mean, barely. Hodgson did make it very clear in his first in his press conference yeah. when that's the squad he'd like to keep faith for players that qualified. Mm-hmm. Well, because Hodgson's got to. Again, we stressed this the other week. You know that it's not just his team, but there are 
players there who have been given a chance under Capello and have been taken on by Capello yeah. and so you've and got there is, them there there is an overlap mm. there is there is an overlap um, but uh, well, but let's talk about the, the, the playing I mean you know Hodgson we often go on about he's very zonal with his systems and his shapes and so on and so forth for once I, I'm actually looking at England thinking Dare I say we've we've got a bit of a plan, haven't we? If we can, if they can, if he can drill them and they can drill themselves quickly enough and efficiently enough in time for the first game, and and may you know get a clean sheet against a potent yeah. attack in France, as we said earlier, there's no reason they can't use that as a platform. Certainly, but one of the reasons why I think you know, Hodgson other times it's nice because Hodgson is not scared to explain his his tactics and, yeah, the reason yeah. why, and why he sets up yeah, his, right. his team in a certain way. You're like, you can't have Harry going, oh well, they're a big. The best you can get out of somebody like Harry, or you know, they're a big side, or yeah. you know, we're gonna have to. He never talks about specifics because, right. to be quite frank, I'm not sure that Harry <laughs> has a lot of that in the tank. But like Roy, <laughs> he doesn't, you know, he doesn't um, patronise. He just he's, he's he just explained. He's refreshing. That's a post of reading that you're absolutely right and also the manager we had before Capello doesn't really have much time for the press and hid behind the language barrier quite a lot which got the presses back up which didn't make for the most open of relationships mm-hmm. before that you argue had the same problem with Sven who mm-hmm. they mistrusted him uh, McLaren was leave, leaving McLaren aside because he didn't really stick around that long mm-hmm. um, and was also, and he ended up storming out of press conferences as well didn't he McLaren he did, so yeah, yeah. it's good to have an honest <clears throat> decent man who, who will and we saw it with the interview with Lineker uh, yesterday it was um where he was open and explained himself as you said Pete explained himself pretty reasonably you know an honest decent man in, yeah. in an English game mm. like I say as we said before I fully expect to be chewed up and spat out by the end of oh it, absolutely yeah. well, so I think it's already starting with this little sort of backlash from the Ferdinand thing I think that will be the catalyst for it if it is to happen anytime soon but it's interesting to think what um the you know the, the landscape would be like if Capello were still in charge because with the injuries you know and all the, all the furore that's come up mm. about so many different things it could it would have been a disaster this has been his last tournament and it <laughs> goes the way it looks like it will <clears throat> yeah. do you not think yeah. with Hodgson going back to his tactics and whatnot the system comes first yeah and the players yeah. go within that and so for a team like England who you know we've got some good players but we're not um, blessed with the talents of perhaps some of the Dutch's attacking options certainly mm. for for one. Um, you know, if the system comes first, the idea is if someone drops out, someone should be able to go in and slot mm. in. Yeah. Um, and and I find that quite comforting. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that, that there is unit. E- exactly. But and most just... of those players are played in sort of continental. Um, you know, they played under managers that do that, and they are modern footballers, so they mm. know what their job is if A happens or if B happens yeah. or if C happens. They just don't tend to follow it as English shows, yeah. do they? Well, that's the big question. One of the yeah, strange. Well, yeah. One of the strange advantages of there being such little time is it's going to be this is the plan, this is what we stick. Yeah. There's not. Yeah. There cannot be any deviation from it. There but, can't. There isn't room for yeah. it. But aren't England players uh, known for not following instructions in that way? When the One chips of them are is. down, when the chips are down. True, but a lot of yeah, these, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is why, if you think about it, it's actually quite strange that he's focused so much on Gerard. Well, maybe he's trying to <clears> drill <throat> that into him. But, be, yeah. but if you can channel Gerard's efforts, perhaps. But mm. but a lot of these players haven't played tournament football for England. Mm. I mean, who do we... Yeah, but look at the players who have. Good. Mm. <laughs> yeah. They've achieved yeah, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, They've yeah, achieved yeah. nothing. No, I, I don't think that's a relevant one, No, 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 no one's kicking saying. around in 94 played any tournament uh, football. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, what I'm saying is, though, that you're saying a lot of the England players, they don't follow these instructions and so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah we've seen that in the past, but some of these guys have not played at a tournament before, so who knows? Who mm. knows? But, I mean, you know, who do we think will start against England? Should we do that? You're obviously heart in goal. Against yeah. France, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, yeah, England-France, opening game. Ashley Cole, left-back. Yeah. yeah. Centre-backs, Terry and Lescott, we'd say. Yeah. I would think it'll go with well, Lescott because they've got a little more experience for England. There's a, there's a point to be made about Terry and Lescott that Lescott's going to have to slot on it. Lescott will slot in at left centre-back, which means Terry has played right centre-back, which he doesn't mm. normally play. Mm. And I think he played right centre-back. I might be hammered on Twitter for saying this, but I'm pretty sure he played right centre-back against Germany mm. in World Cup 2010, and he was horrendously out of sorts. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a sticking point because I know that Lescott will definitely play left centre-back. Mm-hmm. And then you've got obviously Glenn Johnson at right back who defensively is a question mark over him so it's a bit of a weak area I think mm. so that, that's where your system could fall down that's right Well, that, that's obviously where Ribéry and Benzema are going to be at their most which is, which is why I think picnic. he'll go for Milner absolute picnic <laughs> 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 Terry did do some falling down during the season as yeah. well notably he'll with do RVP that. well that's why I would think he would go Milner and then obviously Parker and, and Gerrard to show a bit of mm. um, defensive cover out on left Oxley chamberlain maybe I don't know who'll start him. I think you might start with Downing again for the terms of um, the unit for the for the unit and also for the experience. And as you've made the point of having a left-footed player out there, and also um, on the Downing thing, and we've been guilty of this in the past as well, giving him a bit of stick for his no assists and no goals in the league last season. He is actually apparently the second biggest chance creator in the Premier League last season. Yeah, yeah. the chance just weren't taken. Yeah, he had a really high <laughs> had a really high sort of percentage rate of like for Villa before as well. I think that was one of the reasons. So I, I can see Downing's not, Downing's not as bad as people make out. He's not. Don't get me wrong. He's not a world beater or anything like no. that. But he's not awful. And I, and I don't think Jordan Henderson is. Either. And then Young behind Welbeck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think Young will switch out left when Rooney with Rooney comes back in. Yeah, we're good to see anyway. I think also against Sweden. Um, Oxlade Chamberlain probably will start out yeah. on the left because Sweden centre backs uh, it's Jonas Olsen and Olaf Milberg it's not exactly pace town is it no. so if you've got yeah, then, you know, if you've got the options of Walcott Young and Oxlade Chamberlain behind the, the main striker will the Swedes defend from the front with Zlatan or will he is well, he Zlatan, Zlatan, no <laughs> Zlatan, well, emphatically actually, no in fairness though Zlatan, Zlatan does play deeper for Sweden he does actually gets more yeah. amongst it Elmander could, could feature I'm not saying he's going to put in like a Tevez like <laughs> shit <but laughs> well I saw England Sweden at Wembley when we won 1-0 which is the first time we'd beaten them in Ages, yeah. Forever, I think, yeah. you know. And Zlatan, he just didn't fancy it. That time. <laughs> Sweden's record without Zlatan is, uh, I think, it's better. I think it? it is, yeah. yeah. You, you want the big man at the tournament. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not for one minute suggesting he shouldn't play. <laughs> oh, no. but what about the Ukraine, though? As, as Luke said earlier, 10 members of their team have come down with food poisoning. It happened. Uh, prior to a friendly against Turkey and Germany you don't know how close I am to saying that old chestnut well (laughs) their manager Oleg um, Oblokin said uh, it may have been sabotage I do not know it cannot be accidental well then you do know make (laughs) make a decision don't just sort of skit around one Uh, I want to stick my neck on the line and say Oblokin is a terrible bloke (laughs) (laughs) he he had that that racism thing he dropped a while back about the Ukrainian league saying basically I mean effectively saying there are too many black players in the Ukrainian league which is, I mean, which is just outrageous, you know. And, and the UEFA and FIFA didn't punish him or anything for that. Was that confirmed a racism charge in the Ukraine? Yeah, sure. yeah no, but he didn't actually get charged. Everyone was <laughs> no, like, he didn't. As you carry on, as you were. Yeah, yeah it's outrageous. Absolutely Stand, outrageous. Standard behaviour out there. I, I really mean, fear for hope you. not. Do you know what? I really fear for Ukraine. And, and even if even if this um, food poisoning thing is true, it's obviously unfortunate because they can't afford to lose players anyway. They got. Shevchenko up top. Well, they were destroyed. He, by, they he, were destroyed he, by Turkey. Yeah, who didn't she, even qualify. Shevchenko and Voronin were both affected mm. by the food poisoning. They still got time to get over it. Loads of time. Loads yeah, of time. Loads of bellies. Uh, uh, until Monday, mm. I think they've got. <laughs> so uh, good, good luck to them. Um, uh, oh, there was a going on to um, Group C with uh, with Spain. Apparently, there's a little bit of uh, animosity between uh, some of the Barca players and Madrid players. 
it's been suggested. Xavi pointing out uh, recently in the pre- why Xavi did this, I don't know. Um, he said that the Barca players congratulated Mad- the Madrid players after they won the league, and he said, "But uh, you know, the opposite didn't happen when we won the league." Mm, that is a very odd is time it, to what, be bringing what are you that doing nugget out, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, um, he did say that you know the success on on the pitch um, uh, with Spain overcomes any kind of individual. Uh, well, you were saying to me at PK and Ramos, like famously don't get on. That yeah, one. no, they don't. I, get did, on I didn't know that. I thought no, I they didn't. were quite well well known for these players for, for putting their differences aside for the national team. Well, I'm sure they do. But um, I don't care. I, I, you know, if I had a team of squabbling yeah. World Cup winners. geniuses, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we just got squabblers. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say this podcast works, doesn't it? But um, <laughs> Romario and Babetta were a very famous example. Yeah, you know, mm. old Cole and uh, Sheringham. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? our own example? Yeah, from, from England. <laughs> um, but also in Group C. <laughs> Big talk from Slaven Village. Yeah. Yes. He <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, an interview in the, in the Guardian the other day. Came out and he was reckoning that um, they can reach the final. He said, "You can call me a madman, but I think I'm just being realistic." <laughs> 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 I love it. He said, "For the last five years, we've been either among the top ten teams in the world." or very close to that according to the FIFA rankings and those rankings are realistic because they take results into the account not natural beauty or shirt design yeah. well I mean if it was shirt, shirt design they'd, they'd win be, every time exactly. yeah. 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 I, was, I was about to say but, uh, but I did uh, like it when he said I'm saying this because I know the character of this team when we take off it's an explosion someone's a rock star Ireland be afraid Billich is coming for you you don't want an explosion on takeoff. that's the last one I'd totally forgotten about Billich and, and Croatia and then he said that I was like oh yes well listen Come on. Croatia play Republic of Ireland first and that's a massive game yeah, that's, that's a huge, huge game for yeah. both of them because mm. Ireland obviously will defend to the hilt against Spain <laughs> as anyone will yeah. and, you know as England certainly well Ireland will defend to the hilt against everyone <laughs> yeah but well they against Croatia they'll need a result yeah true. they need a result and Croatia aren't the quickest at the back either I mean no. Suminic isn't the, young, in the youngest and Sholuka I mean isn't isn't the player he was either so yeah. they've got a chance of pushing forward yeah. I suppose. do you want to know what Bilic said about England's chances uh, definitely <laughs> well he said uh, about England he said there's definitely some meat in that team and they could go far uh, there's some meat in the team travelling meat officially endorsed by Bilic <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we've won already <laughs> <laughs> so what, what do you think of Ireland's chances let's sort of spend a little while yeah yeah I, about them. it just uh, Ireland never ceased to amaze at a tournament do they yeah well, the, Italy have struggled against them in the past they have Italy are struggling generally with the injuries they've had and you know it could just be that they've you know they've lost their last three friendlies I think it is but they start slowly they may have started slowly early <laughs> <laughs> who knows I think but, I think, but when, I, when I do look at Ireland's chances I'm, I don't look at them so much I look at Spain and think Come on, and then I look at Italy, and I actually quite fancy Italy. Yeah, to well, do on, quite the Italy, well. on the Italy, they lost three 0 to Russia, but I mean that mm. doesn't really tell the story. They experimented with a lot of different shape in that yeah. game. I thought the booing was oh. yeah, strange. I, I think that Ireland will. I've, I genuinely think they'll set up. I mean, he's even said that Trapattoni's even mentioned that he might start with five in the midfield mm. and just have one up front. Mm. I think that's what he'll do. Against. I think Trapattoni just thinks that the players aren't anywhere near as good as a lot of the other players in the, in, in the tournament. Mm. So they've been preparing for the tournament, obviously with qualification and stuff mm. like that, and then they put a stone into the all in qualification in fairness but they're going to set up with banks what? aren't they all sorts of, of course, banks yeah. <laughs> whatever happens Robbie Keane's going to put in one hell of a shift oh, yeah. you know but to. then you know could he, could he form a partnership with Shane Long or is that just a bit too attacking do you well, think? Well, 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 it depends where they are later on in games doesn't it yeah. do you think Long will start or do you think Doyle will start oh, Doyle of course yeah 
I'm really excited about the Euros. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I keep having moments like that. I, always yeah. find, I, always, I know it sounds like a horrible weird. cliche, but I do always find myself supporting Ireland. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They're so much more likable than England. That's <laughs> why, you know. Gordon yeah. Bennett. Especially now they're actually Irish as well, a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. It's a shame Stephen Ireland's not been called up. It really is. Um, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> he is Mr. Ireland. Exactly, after yeah. all. Um, <laughs> Literally. Uh, well, Ireland's chances then, I mean. What, I, what I, we I, I think they should be, look if you qualify for a tournament go for it I know it's all this stuff I mean I know I said, no, hang on we're going to say go for it and all the rest of it but with England we're like well, stay keep it tight yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, read, um, I read an article in the Independent the Irish Independent a while back that said um, oh the thing about Ireland is that they don't have any expectations when they get to a tournament because they don't qualify that often that's what it's, that's a big party yeah. yeah but at the same time I think if it's a 16 team tournament and you're in there you can take sort of credit you can take sort of like um, impetus from people like it's, it's encouragement from Denmark yeah. and Greece yeah. get through classic you should at least whoever you are should yeah. at least be trying to get for the group yeah. get through the group okay and play England then it's a, it's a winnable game the quarter final because they'll have they'll have you know England, France, Sweden or, or Ukraine yeah. and Ireland yeah. you know yeah so Semi-final <laughs> At least yeah. They'll be disappointed If they don't get there <laughs> Actually I mean, I mean I find myself Supporting them as well If they win it It'd be unbearable Yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Eamon Dunphy Will have a good time Exactly well, if England, I'm, I'm, sure I'm, right, I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying that If England and I Both win their groups In theory They could play each other In the final Oh, oh shut it. up I'm just saying I'm just saying England will never get there <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Half the fun's the daydreaming, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah this yeah. is the best bit of the yeah. tournament. When it actually. starts, it's rubbish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when we get beaten, it's going to be five goals a game. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things, though, standing in Ireland's way of that quarter-final, semi-final, and final spot, is Italy and a possible libero. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, talk of De Rossi playing there. Apparently, he's played there for Roma. I, I've not seen a game of him playing there for Roma, but I'm Jim sure Bar- that he has I'm been there. All over that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> De is a great player. Because yeah, is. Um, um, uh, is Bazzaglia out? I think apparently so. Yeah. What a shame that is! Yeah. It's a brilliant season. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to seeing um, Chiellini though. Chiellini, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chiellini, sorry. Um, he's, he's a, I, I'm sure he's from Rome. He's got a massive role. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah. He's he does. a warrior, isn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, an intriguing group that will be. Mm. Uh, but we've got to go back to Group B, where perhaps the most intriguement is of uh, the new. <laughs> I thought we were just flitting around all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no uh, we're, oi, we're having a good system. time. There's no system. We're, we're, having, a, we're yeah. having a good time. Yeah. Um, uh, Yogi Love has said his Yogi has said his place. Yogi Love. <laughs> Yogi Love thank you perfect hat trick Um, he said his players can drink smoke tweet and have their wives and girlfriends visit on on the pitch (laughs) why is tweeting so high up that list I love it it's in there with drinking and smoking (laughs) crying out but before wives and girlfriends (laughs) Wags for sure. Yeah, they're just so confident; it makes me sick. I think they're just spoofing England, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, maybe. What stuff don't you do? What stuff are you not allowed to do? Because we're going to do that. All of it. We're going to all <laughs> score. Of it. You're not allowed to score. We're definitely going to do that. What can't you be trusted to do? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Germany. Um, Germany are huge favourites. Everywhere you look, people are backing them. You know. Yeah, there, there seems um, with regards to the Spanish, people are suggesting you know Via and Piol are going to be big misses, which they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, do they have that same hunger? Will they be a bit tired? All these kind of questions. Yeah. It's been well, a long Vincent Forrester well. has. It has. So, Vincent Forrester wrote a very good piece about that on our on our website, didn't he? Yeah, I, th- I think that I, I think the, the thing with Spain is is the fact that they've not got David Villa, but because he's not there to finish things off. And if you look at his goal scoring record, it's yeah. miles better than any other player in that in mm. that forward line. And then, um, but at the same time, they've been used to not having Villa for a while. Mm. 
Well, and then you could look at Germany's setback partnership. Torres, say, top scorer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's gone for it. Yeah. Well, you, know, you can't predict because the predictions are all sealed. We'll come on to that in a minute. Okay, right. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I mean, will he go for Torres or Lorente up top? Will he go for something else? Got form. Got for Let's go for Group B. Lorente, We're all yeah. over the place. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. We've got, I'm so excited. Forgive me. Yeah. Let's go back then to Group D. I mean, do you think just quickly? Do you think Spain will go for Torres or Lorente up front? Pete? I think on form you got to go with Lorente. Sorry. Yeah. I would go for Lorente, but I think he will go for Torres. Right. Well, what's interesting about Spain as well? Obviously, missing Villa and Puyol. Uh, you got to remember in the World Cup. You know, I know it's two years ago, but they won all of their knockout stage games one nil. So they won by very narrow Spain. margins. Mm. Yeah, yeah, they lost, they lost one, one, nil, one nil. No uh, knockout stage games. Oh, okay, oh sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they won by some very very narrow margins, and they're obviously won by very very good players, which Villa and Puyol are. So those margins, <laughs> you know, That's a good narrower. It's a good point. Great point. The the, on the Group B thing the Germany situation is yes. the Mertesacker thing where he's, mm. he, if he starts mm. he's not played football for a while and he's really slow mm. this is it though the, uh, if you read a lot of the the, the preview um, the chat and whatnot, that uh, people say oh yeah no, the Dutch are great going for and the Germans got these wonderful midfield players and one thing or another blah blah blah, blah. but nobody seems to have a really good defence no one said oh they're solid at the back mm. they are apart from the ones who are going to park the bus mm. you know there's talk of um, well England doing that and Greece Ireland will do that and Greece yeah. you know yeah. the usual well maybe not the usual suspects but, but certainly some of them whereas, whereas nobody's talking about Germany's backline being very good or Holland's backline or, or, but I mean Spain have got a decent Yeah, I mean, you defense. wouldn't say Spain have a True. bad defence. Well, Spain no, possibly have the best defence in the tournament, but then I'm intrigued to know what, what Italy are going to do. I mean, it's a shame, as I say, one or two injuries there. If, if we lost four of our um, backline players, we'd be stuffed. Out. We, I, I don't think we'd win a match. I don't think we'd draw a match, to be honest. But if Spain lost four of theirs, I think you know, they'd be... Because they play much more of a position-based game, yeah, don't they? Yeah, true. The true. To be a defender in a German team or a Spanish team, which has a, a huge amount of possession, it's a different discipline. It's a lot about concentration. Yeah. Yeah. When those teams come up, it's not like being a top level keeper. It's about mm -hmm. concentration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you play as a defender for England or for Ireland or for Greece, with the greatest respect yeah. to those nations, you've it's got about fucking defending yeah. your life. <laughs> 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 yeah. you can you imagine set. like Carragher playing, on on it. It. Carragher playing in the back yeah. for Spain? So he wouldn't know what to, he wouldn't know. Carragher and Pinker. Just his job is just to lash it, and obviously he's yeah, not involved. Now, but I'm just saying that that's a very English style of yes. defending, just lump it. The only yeah. thing I would say on that thing as an example is it, <laughs> if the system's good enough and they're drilled well enough, it can happen because you've seen Basinga sitting there mm. yeah. in Champions League finals and he's done fine, so it, it does it does work if you drill them properly. Um, but Germany, I think, if they start with Bad Stuber and Hummels, well, I think they're both excellent. Yeah, Hummels, Hummels yeah. gets a little bit of a bad press. People oh, say he's an excellent defender. Yeah, people say he doesn't really. But people say he doesn't replicate it for Germany. But yeah. I, I think he's good. Yeah, I think he's decent. It's, it's such a shame for Denmark because it's a good qualifying campaign. And they've got a good side, and in that group, if they're in another group, you know, they could be one of the you know dark horse perhaps. You know, well, you wouldn't want, I wouldn't want them in England's group. No, no, because no. going forward, they're all right. Big Nicholas Bender up front, Jim, Big, aren't they? Bentner especially he's the star man of the tournament isn't he? <laughs> of the sport pal yeah. Zlatan is a poor man of the Bentner. continent yeah. I would say yeah, um, uh, yeah uh, apparently Dennis Romadol still knocking around really yeah Jesus whip it is Klaus it Jensen in there as well yeah, yeah, yeah. John Jensen yeah. um, <laughs> he's dad <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, Denmark, Denmark did out qualify Portugal. Yeah, mm. who were also in there. Beat them in the group, in the qualifying group as well, at least once. Who would you fancy? Do you think Denmark? I mean, do we? I mean, we talked about it a bit, bit last week, but Germany and, and Holland to go through. Do you reckon? It doesn't always go like that, does it? As we say, but I think in this case it will uh, because <laughs> I think 
the Dutch have just got so much more up front than, than Portugal do mm. even with Ronaldo but they are, they're a headless peri peri chicken aren't we yeah. you know? and don't, and don't forget though Holland and Germany could destroy each other like, they, yeah. they hate each other so much yeah. they get so many suspensions and injuries just by playing each other they might yeah. have said it once again I couldn't believe my luck when they both drew each <laughs> yeah, other yeah. I love yeah. that fixture yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know we'll have the old you know world war we've mentioned and all yeah. this before the, oh it's going to be so good <laughs> <laughs> incidentally one of my favourite Euro goals of recent years was Van Nistelrooy's volley against Germany when they drew one all um, in 04 was it mm. uh, lovely stuff so more of that, please, until out. Yeah. Mm. Um, or whoever indeed or plays. Well, is it? I think Van Marek said he's not going to start until out. Is that right? Yeah, I think he's going to start with Van Persie right up top with Schneider behind him. People have said to me... Uh, Can you tell us that before the predictions? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. You can suck my piano. <laughs> <Is he>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good. Um, Dutch journalist said to me that... Um, uh, off the record Schneider is mm-hmm. such he's, he's just undroppable and he's had a mixed season at Inter as we yeah, know yeah. but he's not going to drop him so he's going to play behind Van Persie and Hentler's going to start on the bench despite being top scorer on qualification mm-hmm. he's, he's not ready yet he's not, he's <laughs> not ready yet yeah. so we'll see what happens Yeah. but what a sub to come on eh oh yeah they've got dirty, a few haven't they dirty boys dirty count right then <laughs> um, uh, elsewhere happening in, in, in Euro news uh, Michel Platini has said that referees have the power to stop matches if fans are chanting racist abuse at players. Um, as, as Platini put it, um, uh, referees can temporarily stop the game and finally cancel the game if the racism keeps rearing its head. Um, Marabella Telly, of course, um, a few days ago, said that he was going to walk off the field if it happens to him, if he gets any abuse. But Platini did say, well, hang on a minute, it's not the player who's in charge of the situation, it's the referee, and, and you can get booked for leaving the field of play. I think people are misunderstanding this of, oh, if you walk off um, for getting racist abuse, you'll get booked. No, 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 the rule is you walk, if you leave the field of play without permission, you do get a booking. Go, go to the mm. referee, that's why he's there. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. It, well, you know, UEFA have got to come out and say... You know, make it clear that there is policy in place, just so everybody's Absolutely. clear on it before the tournament, because it's obviously it is a potential thorny issue. So I think, yeah, fair play to Platini for coming out I and agree making with that you. clear. I agree with you. It, listen, extreme example: last minute of a knockout game, you're winning one 0 but you're getting battered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's to stop you telling your player that he, to go, what, come off? He's been abused. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you got to go for the referee. That's why he's there. It's definitely a progression, though, Pete, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, I think it's just since we uh, inducted him into the uh, team with Demon the <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's decided to pull his socks up, <laughs> influencing the game. People, I think people forget that one of the uh, one of the cornerstones of being a referee is ensuring the safety of the players. And yeah, that's certainly part of it. So he's got to make sure he, they do it that way. Yeah. Mm. Uh, elsewhere in uh, Ukraine, this is uh, the deputy mayor of Kiev. The city that we will be in uh, next week. Oh, yeah. here we go. There's um, a, <laughs> a pronunciation well, coming <laughs> on the horizon. He's uh, sent out a message to travelling fans What's coming to Ukraine's cap- capital. Uh, Anatoly uh, Holubchenko. Very good. 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 He, uh, good. he said. Is the uh, is middle name? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, What's he, the man said? He said, "We've warned all the embassies that fans must not go bathing in the Dnipro River." Now this is the main river running through. I wasn't the planning on that. I don't know about you guys. Well, you say that now, Jim. Yeah. yeah. But you're not out there with your True. top off. Might be a lovely a river. Now he's told me I can't do it. I want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, he he. he <laughs> but Jim it. was in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> this is the main river running through um, Kiev. He went on to say. And I love his um, uh, presumption here. Football fans will drink 300 grams, which is a third of a litre, uh, jump in and drown, and then we'll be told our beaches aren't safe. <laughs> a, a drowned drunk and unsafe beaches are two different things. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah, I, they did, were last I checked as did well. Did he know someone was listening when he was talking? 
We will drown them on the beaches. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like the sort of thing you might babble in a dream. It sounds like the sort of thing you hear from like, the local drunk yeah. on the corner of the... So, what, the mayor of Kiev? Because <laughs> he's hallucinating and he thinks it's in context. He's speaking from experience. Yeah. <laughs> is, is the side of a river a beach? Is that what you call it? You call Not it normally, bank, no. Yeah, yeah, you would call it a bank. It, I mean, it could even be a veiled threat. Ooh. Yeah, we mm. will drown them in the. Yeah. <laughs> drown them on the beach. Yeah, well, when he says football fans will drink three hundred yeah. grams, it's not a choice. I'm guaranteeing this <laughs> <laughs> on entry. Get that down, yeah. You'll have a better time. Trust me. Um, I, I I don't know. But anyway, um, before we uh, talk about a few um, domesticals, uh, we got to say <laughs> that uh, we've done our predictions. Yeah, uh, for, yes. for the Euros, we've put them in uh, an envelope and sealed it. Not even an envelope; no, it's, it's a little box, box sealed with a shiny uh, oh, Euro 2012 sticker. Of, of it's like one of those yeah. void if remove. Uh, yeah, sort of exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, the reason for that is we kept them at Pete's house, mm. and after what Pete said earlier about me not knowing about the Dutch forward line, I'm worried <laughs> he's going to open it and amend them. So I've sealed yeah. it. <laughs> I think I made it precisely clear who I have for top scorer. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but never mind. Yeah. But anyway, so when the next Euros come around, yeah. we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Those uh, long-term listeners will remember that I hilariously predicted England to get the semi-final of the World Cup. So I expect more of that idiocy. Well, you, when you said that to me before we recorded, I actually burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. I think we all, we made some bit, a couple of clangers when we we're out there as well because we we didn't have access to internet or anything. Or so we thought Let's we not thought talk about our clangers. <laughs> we, thought, we thought Spain had done like um, that conga through the um, through the press conference. I seem to remember you named the show after it, yeah. Pete, didn't you? Yeah, I think we did. Yeah, the, the conga of shame. Yeah, yeah. don't tune like, in when we're in clangers. <laughs> We're rubbish of, on tour for fear yeah. of mistakes. But we're we like Interpol. Yeah. Yeah. But we have a better, <laughs> better in the studio. <laughs> but we have a bloody good time, though. Yeah. Don't, oh, yes. we, don't we? Just um, let's come home to some domestic news. Cools. Where uh, some domestical news? Where Paul Lambert is now in charge of Aston Villa. Mm. It's a shame for Norwich, isn't it? It is, but they've got Chris Hutton in, which is, you know, he's a, he's a good manager. I think that's a really good appointment, given the circumstances. And it's great for Villa as well, because yeah, McLeish was just, an, just oh, a parasite on that I'd city. Be, I'd be delighted if, if, if I was a Villa fan. I'll tell you why, because he's progressive enough, Yes, but he's also firm. He's also he's yeah, quite very tough. firm, yeah. He could maybe, a good, good little combo. Maybe get Grant Holt involved, couldn't he? He's got a bit of money as well. Yeah. D- Darren Bank coming back fit as well, under a manager like that, you know. Looks good for Villa. Uh, let's not forget the big key issue about Paul Lambert. Is Stephen Island. He, sim- <laughs> he simply <laughs> yeah, isn't yeah. Alex McLeish. Yeah. So on yeah. that basis alone, he should be all right. I think that's all the board really wanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah we, we get all that. The, the promotion and stuff out. Are you Alex McLeish? No. Where can you, you sign? Yeah, just tugging at his face. <laughs> just <laughs> checking that it's not a mask. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy for uh, Chris Hewton as well. Because he deserves a crack at, you know. You love him, don't you? And I rightly so. Rightly yeah. so. He's a good man. Um, Brendan Again, Ma- weirdly, um, McLeish leaving Villa and Lambert then going to Villa meaning that Hewton has gone to Norwich yeah. he's football fucked better. Birmingham over again <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all because of Alex McLeish <laughs> I thought you were going to say oh it's literally the manager of Real Merrigan yeah. <laughs> yeah. good point Jim yeah. excellent point um, Brendan Rodgers has left Swansea mm, for yeah. Liverpool mm. Can't sign any Swansea players for a year, apparently. Mm, but right? Sigurdsson might be uh, yeah, well, not included in that. Man, isn't he? That's yeah. a clause you don't uh, see a lot, do you? 
And not, not everyone, like everyone goes red. Yeah, that's true. That's a good, I like that. It probably has been a few. Mm. But Sigerson was never officially exactly. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's okay. So um, but I just wonder: is that the right time for Rogers? Presumably, they're going to, you know, give him some time because I don't think, you know, they were talking about Guardiola and stuff like. That. I'm not sure how serious that ever was. Yeah. But um, it's it's a big ask. It's, a, it's such a difficult job to do, isn't it? It's, I think it's the hardest top level job there is, given how long. Do it's you been think he's got the personnel as well to implement this style at Swansea? Um, I, well, I don't, we don't know who he's going to bring in, do we? I think obviously the. Be a lot stands, of shopping. Though. As it stands, I, I, to be honest, I don't. I can't say enough about his methods behind closed doors about how he gets stuff out of players. I think if he can get, but the you way know, they play, I mean, little yeah, short well, I'm sure. Well. But if he can get Leon Britton doing that, who's you know has been playing down sort of in in every level of football, and if yeah. he can get him to perform to that level at the, in the Premier League, I'm sure he can get but that. Is out of the he's got is Leon Britton not more likely to to take Listen. instruction? I, suppose, I think Rogers Rogers commands respect. I think you get you see that from his team. You mm. see that from his players. He's clearly a very intelligent and man. And uh, said that But you said that about Hodgson. You know, he he commanded respect before he met but the, Hodgson, the oikes the <laughs> yeah. but Hodgson just went on his own didn't he or with one other I there's can't no, remember there's no backroom staff there, there's mm. a lot listen don't forget with Hodgson there was a management cha- a direct ownership change yeah. or that mm. sort of thing yeah. it wasn't really a great place but to also with time. Rogers, he's in- inheriting you know a style from Martinez to a degree as well and obviously Rogers has you know is in that mould and that's why he got the job at Swansea but he's not going to be able to do it straight away is he so this is what I mean he needs the time to it do it that it's very interesting is he a manager that they're going to splash money money to I think he's a cheap option isn't he yeah. It's not his style, it's, or it's certainly not been his style thus far to go out and spend loads of money anyway. I but he's not had the option before, has he? I suppose not, no. Mm. Well, we'll wait and see, won't we? See what we have to look forward to after the Euros, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Other news from Wales um, Cardiff City will have a new kit, mm. but with a different colour next season they uh, need something they need they, either abolish uh, the playoff system or something <laughs> yeah. just do something Nick. invest <laughs> a lot of money into a lobbying group to abolish the playoff system get a battering ram to batter down that door yeah, they've got a new the badge league. they've got a new badge and yeah. a new kit new everything yeah. um, the club uh, will move away from their traditional blue colours to a red kit with a new crest in the form of a red dragon this is after the new Malaysian owners decided to give the team a, a rebrand not a welcome one or perhaps not I love the way that Sky Sports reported on it because at the end of their news story which is actually quite interesting in. They said, and William Hill have offered odds on that it will be changed back before the end of the season. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> Did, yeah. Didn't Leighton Orient famously do that? Leighton Orient changed. Well, loads of teams have changed their kits, haven't they? Oh, yeah. no, this is the colour. This is the colour. No, but loads of teams have changed their kit colour before. Have they? Yeah, I mean, Arsenal used to play in the, uh, I forget, get the exact tone of it, but they had a sort of more burgundy style when, kit at first. Blue, when they first started. I know it's a long, long time ago. Blue, but it's not the, yeah, but nowadays yeah. it's different. It's a different primary colour, Jim. Leeds changed their colours as well. Leeds weren't always white. You know, but when, well, yeah, but when though? In, no, I'm not defending it. I'm just saying it's not completely unique. In the modern day, it is. Are you working on behalf of the Malaysian owners? <laughs> <laughs> just tell us if you are. Because I want in. No, <laughs> I, know, I, can, I can lie about this. I, I've made it. some decisions in my life, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and it's meant I've later had to make some sacrifices. Come to think of it, you're wearing a new shirt today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Well, the new slogan on the badge will say "Fire and Passion," which is mm. what you're all about, Jim. Of course. Yeah. It, just sound like, it sounds like a corporate slogan. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a corporate slogan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I was about to say, really good reason for that. How annoyed would you be? Oh. Mm. Well, apparently it happens all the time, Jim. Leeds and Arsenal. Stop being facetious. Okay. Um, on a more serious note, are they yes. not? Are they not? Yeah, fire should not be seen inside a, a stadium. <laughs> no, the more serious, they're not seriously in like for a bit of financial trouble. And the only yeah. way the Malaysian yeah. owners would invest was was for this provisor. Well, they're so they caught between it. a rock and a red kit, aren't they? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's true. It's um, just the, the why it's the thinking behind changing the kit. They're awake. It's blue. Well, yeah, but supposedly blue is seen as unlucky in Asia, which is why Chelsea haven't made a big dent in the market there. But uh, <laughs> that's just some of the stuff I read around this. But that just seems Asia's ludicrous. Just that sounds like a racist told that in a pub. Yeah, surely <laughs> everyone in a whole the biggest continent in the world can't. Is there a point to be made that says it's not as severe as it could be because their arch rivals don't play in red? So and it, Wales is a, the, but, you know, but, but, their but national Pete, team players in the, in that college. But as a, new, as, a new Newcastle, as a Newcastle fan, not a and, consolation. And, obviously. No, but, and, and as a Portsmouth fan, obviously Southampton playing red and white. If Portsmouth changed to red, that would be the people would go mad about that. Yeah. But there's nothing necessarily to, to sort of sort of. Well, if you go back back far enough, I believe Newcastle used to play in red and white. Did they? Okay. Mm. Anyway, mm. history, right. history of kits. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your beards out. Oh, hey, the yeah. Asian market will love it. Yeah. Speaking of Asia, let's go to China. Um, are they in the Euros? Uh, they're not in the Euros <laughs> this time. But uh, <laughs> Shanghai Shenhua, who uh, obviously have Nicholas and Elka playing up front for them, had uh, uh, he had a new strike partner, mm. uh, Zhu Jian, uh, Zhu Jun, sorry, who's the owner of the team, uh, played himself up front with Nicholas and Elka in a friendly. Bold. Well, at least it was a friendly, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And he had Nick and Elka with him. Well, <laughs> I want some chances. Yeah. He's, he's forty-five. <laughs> Is it? Okay, 45 right. And apparently missed some good chances, yeah. according to the reports. Sergio Batista uh, is in charge of the team now. Oh, the big Argentinian. After coach, Jean yeah. Tigana was sacked. And, and Nelka was taken over some of the coaching role, wasn't he? There? He did, yeah. I do, I do quite like this. That many are still asking whether uh, Didier Drogba will be going um, to the side, the Shanghai side. Go to Marseille, Didier. And, uh, yeah. yeah, and Jun um, didn't comment too much on the issue, but he only just said... This is a good question, but I won't tell you today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and off he tiptoed, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Into a secret door. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as he closed, he sort of looked at him going, An owner playing himself up front. Yeah. That's what we like. We want more of that. Yeah. Not in this country, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, oh dear. Right, as we're into the uh, Euros now, we're not going to do a profile course, and uh, there'll be no going for gold either. Chaining up the doors. So before we go, let's have an email. Let's have an email. I've got an email. Oh, dear Ramblers. Yes. Enjoyed your nostalgic profile of Euro 96, even though I still haven't recovered from that semi-final defeat. I don't think any of us have. At the moment, (laughs) it's hard to believe we'll ever have a better chance to win a major tournament. Uh, Anyway, was curious to be reminded recently that England did not make a single substitution in the entire 120 minutes of the game against Germany. Would be interested to know if this has happened in a major match since. I don't know, but I'm sure people, if they do, will email or tweet in. Uh, Germany made all three substitutes, two of whom, Hassler and Strunz, both scored in the shootout. In retrospect, would Terry Venables have been well advised to bring on attacking players like Fowler, Ferdinand and Barmby in the last minute of extra time so that the likes of Southgate didn't have to take a penalty. Thoughts? That's from Simon Wood. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He definitely made some substitutions in the game against Holland. Mm. So it's strange that he didn't make it. And against either. Spain as well. Yeah. Maybe he had a bet on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Just but forgot, but like, I, like I stressed though, I think his five takers were on the field. Um, well, the, the takers they got through against Spain. Y- yeah, exactly. And I think they were so confident that David Seaman was going to save a yeah. penalty that they wouldn't need a sudden Sixth. death. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to get lobbed. So, as you can see, we're still not over it either. No. <laughs> we don't know. We will never know, but we will always keep thinking about it. Joe Hart and goal this time. Yeah, exactly. We'll fancy it. Yeah. Um, we're not, obviously, because as Marcus said, we're not doing going for Global Door profile. So, get your emails and tweets in. 
throughout the tournament mm. and we'll try mm. and get through as many as we can yes fill our boots it's yeah. at football ramble <laughs> and show at the football ramble .com. Uh, indeed and uh, before we go we'll also tell you the website is the football ramble .com, a new website yes yeah, uh, on our shiny new internet this week uh, we've got Euro predictions from many friends of the ramble the retro ramble which features the aforementioned friends of the ramble looking back over their favourite games from the Euros as uh, Alex Hess defending Jordan Henderson as we were talking about earlier our resident Polish wonder blogger Mikhail Zakodny giving the lowdown on the Polish team and their preparations and elsewhere Pete show you how you can make alcoholic beverages using an array of household items there's a forum <laughs> the mailbag the shop the hall of fame all kinds of lovely things go oh, over there and we'll get a cut we'll get a photo of Pete's two pianos on there yeah, yep. when they arrive, yeah. It's like four person at piano. Pete and two piano. <laughs> um, and we've also got a weekly cartoon now and a mailbag where you can email mm. them with all your stories. And far, today. far more blogs than that as well. Do Loads go over of there. stuff on there. It's, it's probably, I mean, there's a lot of internet. It's the best now. website we've got. Yeah, I, I was going to say, Jim, there's been a lot of websites knocking about obviously on the internet, but I reckon it's probably the best one. I mean, you, when ever, we maybe, float, ever. Yeah. when we float, you know, yeah. we're going to be like, whoa, we'll be coining it in Buy like as many pianos but, yeah. as we like. Yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a room, I'm going to have the noisiest yeah. house because I'm just going to have well, like, a piano the, each. The floor, it's going to be like big. <laughs> oh, class, yeah. yeah. Um, and our next show is Monday the 11th Monday in the, the 11th. evening, and then we're off to Kiev on the 12th, and then we're doing shows on the 14th, 16th, and 18th. So stop fucking asking us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking I'm there only joking. we go uh, say goodbye Jim goodbye say goodbye Pete he's not say goodbye Luke I am and it's goodbye from me we'll see you Rose next week good that was good Marcus round of you're Rose <laughs>